So we've been talking, yesterday we talked about uh, marriages and uh, talked about marriages being under attack. And so this morning, I kind of want to stay right there a little bit further because I didn't finish everything at the mini conference yesterday. And how many of y'all know that marriage is under attack? Come on. How many of y'all know that, that that only affects married people? How many of y'all know it affects everybody? And we've got this little uh, compartmentalization in the world and in the church. Oh, that's for married people. Oh, that's not for us. That's not for the youth. It's not for singles. It's not for children. Y'all, marriage affects everybody, everybody in the room. Do you understand why? Amen. You understand? We said this in the early service. But do you know why people break into your house? Huh? Because they came from a broken home, generally speaking. People, people that came up in a Christian two-parent home, amen, heterosexual home. Can we say that? Amen. Somebody look up the statistics on how many homosexuals are getting married, for real. Because, yeah, that's, that's a farce. Somebody say amen. amen. They weren't championing marriage. They were, they, were, they were destroying marriage. That's what one, they wanted to do. That was the agenda. That was the agenda. But, y'all, I want to tell you, I want to tell you that, that marriage is so important. I'm going to tell you why. Because number one, it was the first thing. It was the first institution that God created. He didn't create the church first. He didn't create the school first. He didn't create the financial system first. He didn't create banks and all that. He created marriage first. He created a man. He created a woman. And then he created marriage. So marriage affects everyone. Many of us are the person that we are today because of how our parents' marriage turned out. Either we came from a strong home or we came from a weak home or we came from a single family parent home or we came from blended home. Hello? I grew up with three brothers and sisters, but... The dad of the house wasn't my dad. I had another dad. All that kind of stuff. And it all goes back to how marriage is fair. When we look at our country, all the things that are going on, you know, such an embarrassment. Uh, President Joe Biden just made Juneteenth a national holiday. All right? Great for that. But then we turn on the news in Oakland, California on Juneteenth. Black people out there shooting each other. Two and three is shot. Ambulance come through. Ambulance can't get through because you got three and four girls twerking on the ambulance. Black. Black. Don't tell me marriage doesn't matter. Hello? I guarantee you. I can almost guarantee you. They came from broken homes. They didn't come from homes with strong marriages. Strong dad. I mean, man, I wish my daughters would. If they was 22, 23, they still get a whipping going out there twerking. I'll find them. Somebody say amen. No way in the world my, my daughters be out there like that. Where's the daddies? Where are the mamas? Hello? I remember that, that scene in Baltimore. That, that boy went out there. He was going to loot and ride. That mama came, pulled him by the and said, no, you're not. Pulled him right in the car. Somebody say Amen. It's the parents. It's the homes. And I thank God, you know, very seldom 
Do you find a Hollywood star, some kind of celebrity, that'll be politically incorrect? They ask Denzel Washington, say, well, what about the problem with the blacks and the problem with the BLM? He said, he said, start in the home. Hello? He said, the problem is in the home. Somebody say amen. amen. And BLM want to tell us that black lives matter, but at the same time, tell us black marriages don't. Come on, somebody. Amen. They say they come to interrupt the heteronormative uh, marriages. Come on, what God has established. Hello? How in the world, how in the world, how in the world can black lives matter, but black marriages don't matter, and black babies in the womb don't matter? Which black lives, what are you talking about? The foundation of the black community is the home. Somebody say amen. So y'all, when we preach on marriage and we talk about marriage, if you're single, if you're young, don't check out because it affects everybody. Somebody say amen. amen. And you ought to be championing marriage. Amen. Hello? Amen. We got to all be in this fight together. Yes. Somebody say amen. amen. Either you're fighting for your marriage. Yes. Hello? Amen. You're fighting for your future marriage. Amen. If you're single. Amen. Hello? Amen. And if you're old or widow something, don't know if you want to get married. How about become a marriage ally? They got a lot of allies out here now, right? How about, how about help somebody else and they married? How about, hey, I'll keep your kids for three hours so y'all can go. Come on, somebody, and have a date night or something. That's what the single people did yesterday. And all the married people said amen. Yeah, man, we in a fight. 70% of black women are single. 70% of our Children grow without a daddy. No wonder they're looting. Come on, somebody. No authority in the home. Hello? No structure in the home. No morals in the home. No son. If I ever see you do that, talk in the home. Hello? You better not. You see this on the. You better not ever do that. Come on, somebody. That's how a daddy talks to his son. Come on. That's how. That's how a strong mama talks. Hello? Yeah. To the daughter. I bet not ever see you dressed like that. Yeah. Somebody say amen. amen. You set some boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the world is crazy, you tell your children, no, this is how, this, come on somebody. Yeah. Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. Yeah. Somebody say amen. amen. So we ought to all be in the fight. For marriage. And for heaven's sake, if you're single, don't go messing up nobody else's marriage. Amen. Hello? Amen. Don't, don't be the home wrecker. Come on, somebody. Amen. Hello? E- either by you interested in somebody else or you can a friend of somebody giving somebody bad advice. If somebody married come to you for some advice and you single, how about advise them to find another married person with some sense? Yeah. That's like, hey, I can't tell you nothing. Somebody say amen. amen. You know, do y'all know any married people with some sense? Yeah, yeah I could be one. Hello? Amen. So when we fight for our marriages, we fight for our homes. When we fight for our marriages, we fight for neighborhoods. Do you know neighborhoods? You can tell the neighborhood. 
by how many strong homes and marriages are in their neighborhood. Y'all, the crime, the vandalism, all that is going to go up when marriages are attacked. Somebody say amen. amen. And so just for a few minutes today, we're going to look at some couples. And now I'm going to do this a prolonged series over time. We probably won't come back here next week, but just, you know, every so often, we're going to deal with the couples in the Bible because even the biblical couples were under attack. They made bad decisions. Come on, somebody. Hello? Not, not much different than what we see now, Brother Dwayne. You know, Abraham and Sarah got in trouble because Sarah said, you can have a threesome. Come on, somebody. Brought another woman in and then had buyer's remorse. How many times we hear from people like that? Even in this modern time. They'll come to counseling, you know, you got to keep stuff confidential, stuff like, what's your problem? Well, he broke the rules. What, what rules did he break? He broke the rules. Nah, nah, tell him the whole thing. No, he broke the rules. What kind of rules he broke? Well, I gave him a threesome for his 40th, and he was supposed not to, the rules was just one time and leave her alone. Now, you on him for breaking the rules. Y'all broke all the rules. Come on, somebody. What you talking about? Yeah. There are couples in the Bible. Not much different. Sarah said, put her out. Whose idea was it in the first place? People's kinky in the Bible too. Freaky just like y'all not. Freaks. The couples in the Bible. Who had the best marriage in the Bible? Anybody know? Who had the best marriage in the Bible? Call it out. Who you think? Priscilla? Always you calling out first. Adam and Eve. Who else? Who you think had the best? Jesus in the church? Marriage ain't consummated yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who had the best marriage in the Bible? Esther and the king? That's good. Who? Noah and his wife? Noah got drunk, didn't he? Who had the best? Might be because his wife. Like, uh, oh, that woman drive me nuts. Who had the best marriage in the Bible? Mary and Joseph? Hmm? Mary, Joseph had his doubts. Adam and Eve? All right. Peter and his wife. All right, we guessing now. Right, I got to go with Roy and Courtney. Adam and Eve had the best marriage ever. Number one, it was a mar- marriage made in heaven. God put them together. Could they go to the divorce court talking about incompatibility? Could they say I married the wrong person? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yet, a perfect marriage came under attack. Can you imagine a marriage with no baggage? Eve had no childhood issues. She didn't have father issues. She didn't have, she didn't have problems with authority. She, she, she didn't have any of that stuff. She, she didn't see her mama get beat by her daddy. 
She wasn't molested by her brothers or her uncles or a babysitter. Hello? Eve had no issues. Hello? She had a little bit too much testosterone, was growing a little beard sometimes. Needed electrolysis. She, she had no problems. She was perfectly made. Yeah? Adam had no problems. He had no toxic masculinity. He put no holes in the drywall. Hello? He, he was a perfect man. And they had a perfect marriage. You know, I was thinking about Adam and Eve, and we often say, why didn't Eve step up? Why didn't Adam step up and be the man and just do what God said? But I started thinking, Gina, to do that, he would have had to separate from his wife. He'd have had to disagree. Do you know they had never had a disagreement? The perfect marriage. They had never, never had an argument. <laughs> they had never had disunity. Everything they did, they did together. Come on, let's look at that first marriage. And y'all, the first marriage can come under attack. How about ours? If a perfect marriage in a perfect environment, come on somebody. No crazy neighbors. Hello? No third wheel. No other woman on Instagram. Hello? DMing her husband. Hello? They have to worry about none of that. No drugs. No alcohol, nobody getting high, nobody having temper tantrums. Women, no menstrual cycles at this point. None of that. No sicknesses, no illnesses, no injuries. Nothing. Somebody say amen. So if a perfect marriage can be attacked, what about you? So here's, here's what we can see. We can see from the beginning the enemy has been attacking marriages. Let's go to... Um, Genesis 126, I'm going to let you guys go because I know we've had a long weekend and, and so forth. But I just want to share some things with you about marriage. It, it says, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion, dominion over the fish of the sea and over all the fowl of the earth and over all the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Somebody say Amen. So we know that snakes at some point they walked or whatever, but they were still creeping things on the earth. Somebody say amen. Verse 27. So he created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Hello. To the transformer people. How did he create him? Male and how many genders are they? Male and female. Because that's all God created. Somebody say amen. amen. All he created was male 
and female. That's it. Yeah, get an application. All you got to check is male or female. You know they've added a box called other. <laughs> Those real progressives, they got like six or seven. But God created male and female. I'm going to stick with God. What you think? Amen. All right. 28. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Anything that gets out of control, you subdue it and have dominion and have dominion. All right. And let's look at what God did when he created a woman. Right. So let's look over at um, chapter two. In verse 20, and it says, Adam gave names to all the cattle and the fowls of the air, to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not any help for him. There's no one compatible. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to come upon Adam. He fell asleep and took one of his ribs and closed him up. And the rib which the Lord had taken from man, he made a woman and brought him unto man and said, this is now bone of my bone. This is what Adam said, flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and his mother, cleave to his wife, and they shall be what? One flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. So no sin had entered the planet. They had the perfect, it was a perfect marriage, the perfect mate, yet they came under attack. Here's the next verse, 3 verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle. He was crafty. He was skilled in deceit, according to the Amplified. More than any other beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yes, hath God really said. Did God really say? And the first attack upon marriage is the word of God. Did God really say it? Who found that statistic? Percentages, percentages, percentages. Let's find percentages. That's not, how many? 8.5% of homosexuals are married. But they changed the law. 8.5%. 8.5%. And here's the reason why. Number one, the devil wants to attack. Man, it was just an attack on marriage. That's all it was. It's just an attack on marriage. It's a referendum on marriage. What is marriage? Well, God established the first marriage. He said what he did. He said male and female created he them. Then he put a male and female together. That was the first man and woman. That was the first husband and wife. Somebody say amen. amen. But the first attack upon the family and marriage is attacking, did God really say? You know, I heard this said before and I believe it. God rules the planet by conversation. The devil destroys the planet through conversation. Questions. Questioning on what did God really say? Did he really say it had to be a man and a woman? You read it, what did it say? That's what he said, right? 
and not all the fight of marriage equality act, all that stuff that everybody's doing to make sure that we know that they can be married at 8%. 8%. Cause it wasn't about them being able to get married. It was about them destroying the institution of marriage. By asking the question, did God really say? Did God really say? Point number two, your first attack in your marriage may be a conversation with the wrong person. Hello? Think about the conversations we have, married people, single people. Think about the conversations you hear around you. Single people, if you just went off what you heard people say about marriage, would you want to be married? The conversations. Girl, you might as well stay on out there. These men ain't no good. Hello? And they married. Hello? I've heard married men tell single men, bro, don't don't rush to get off up in here. Hello? It's going to ruin, that man, it'll ruin your sex life. All the lies. Come on, somebody. But what did the Bible say? What did God say? The Bible says God put a man and woman together, married them, and blessed them. The Bible says marriage is honorable above all things, and the marriage bed is undefiled. Somebody say amen. Now whose report are you going to believe? Marriages are under attack. The first attack in marriage starts with a conversation that should never be Spoken. Conversation that should never be spoken. Who are you talking to? I've seen many marriages end because somebody was talking to somebody on the internet. Hello? And look, somebody, they taught me, to me, some of them taught me a term called catfish. You end up getting catfished. You talking to some woman you think look better than your wife. Come on, somebody. Lose your wife because you're talking to her on, on social media. Meet up with her. She got, uh, I mean, she just jacked up. Somebody say amen. <laughs> Ain't nothing like what you like. You got catfish. Somebody say amen. amen. But it starts with conversations that should never be spoken. Shouldn't have never been talking to the snake. Somebody say Amen. Marriages come under attack because of wrong conversations. And that's why I say we all are in the fight. My grandmother, now I'm not saying she did it all right, but I'm going to tell you one thing she did. And I don't know if it was because of what she felt about her marriage. Y'all, she would not give anybody no marital advice. You come to her, you say, Mama Long, this, that, that. She said, uh-uh. I don't get nobody marriage. Somebody say amen. amen. If I can't help you, I sure ain't gonna hurt you. Somebody say amen. amen. My wife would go to her and say, mm. no, tell you something, General, baby, you better pray. Come on, somebody. If, if, if it, it's a conversation. There's some conversations that don't need to be had. If you single, man, please get in prayer for marriages. But don't go spouting off what you think, what you know. You don't know nothing. Somebody say amen. 
If you married or came from a bad situation, make sure, because every man ain't the same, every woman ain't the same. Make sure when you're talking to somebody that's married that you're speaking what the will of God is. Somebody say amen. amen. And if you don't know nothing to say, be like Mama Long, plead the fifth. I said, Mama Long, you've been married to mm-mm. <laughs> I said, Mama, why don't you come talk to the women of the church? The, the man, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't know if she, she thought she might say the wrong thing or whatever, but she never. So, so, y'all, there are some conversations. Guess what? You're not qualified to have. Hello? And sometimes we just need to be quiet. Hello? Sometimes we just need to be quiet. And then when we marry, y'all, there are people we shouldn't even be talking to. Hello? There are people, and sometimes we want to vent. Sometimes we just want to talk it out because we feel a certain kind of way about the situation. But y'all, there are people that we shouldn't be talking to. There are conversations that we shouldn't have. And Betty Price Price told women, she said, you don't need to be out there talking. She said, tell it to Jesus. Somebody say amen. You might be telling somebody who wants your man. Hello? You might be telling somebody going to go take tell all your business. She say, tell it to Jesus. I thought Jesus was your friend. That's what she said. Hello? There's some conversations, brothers. Some dudes you don't even need to be talking to. Huh? Play a play on the job. I don't talk to that dude. Hello? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't, I don't associate with them. Hello? Now, I can work with them, but y'all, after, beyond work, we don't have no conversation. Because if everything you're talking about is another skirt, another behind, another woman other than your wife, we have nothing to talk about other than, brother, why don't you stop? Hello? Amen. There are people you can't hang with, single people. If you're trying to get married, Hello? Because a lot of them conversations are contrary to the word of God and what God has said for you and about your life. You might not be married now. Everybody's married. There was a time we weren't married. Come on, somebody. But we had our purpose. Those are married right. And we went in the right direction. And y'all, a lot of our friends, me and my wife, a lot of my friends, right after we got married, they got married. And it was just a ripple effect because we had the same mind. Somebody say amen. amen. How you want to get married? Your best friend to mine. I ain't never married nobody. Hello? How you hanging with that? Somebody say amen. amen. So the first thing he said was, he asked the woman, he said, did God really say? So the attack is going to come with what the word of God says. In your marriage, I don't care what's going on. What does the word of God say about it? And be wary when you get in the conversations with your spouse, and one person, they don't want to talk about the word of God. Christian people, I want to talk about, why do they got to be the word of God? Because it's in the word of God. Somebody say amen. Because that's what the devil's coming after anyway. He's coming after what you know about what God said. What you believe about what God said. Remember, I said God rules the universe through conversation. And the devil destroys everything through conversation. With people, wrong conversations, wrong thoughts, wrong suggestions. The devil will bring wrong information. 
So he challenges them. Say, did God really say? Did God really say? Did God really say you shouldn't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Did God really say you shouldn't eat of every tree of the garden? He changed it up a little bit. And the woman talked back to the serpent. That, that's problem number one. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Why are you talking to them in the first place? Hello? Y'all, over the years, I've had women hit me up on some chat or something or some email. You think I answered them back? No, it wasn't my wife. Somebody say amen. Amen. I don't know who uh, Big Eye Betty is or whoever she is. How you get my email anyway? I don't know. I don't care. I'm not answering you. I'm not talking to you. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. How many of y'all ever can identify a snake? And we talking to snakes? I've, I've heard single women talk. I know he ain't no good child, but he cute. Why are you talking to him? He ain't no good, but he cute. What does that mean? I know he cute. I know he got AIDS, but he cute. Huh? I know he got COVID and pneumonia, but I'm going to kiss him anyhow. Huh? Hello? Like cuteness is the remedy for everything. If he ain't no good, that's enough. Come on, somebody. You ought to cut it off right there. Two claps on that. I want to ask you, married people, married people, do you ever get a chance to deal with snakes? Huh? Jenny, you in the story? Snakey dudes, do you ever approach? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Out and about, snaky women? Huh? Till you ever turn ahead? Oh, yeah. Pretty white, huh? Snaky women out there? You out there doing real estate? Hey. You, 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 see, when you get married, you, you know the snakes. Come on, somebody. And, and, and they're going to they gonna make the first move. Hello? So point number two, the attack going to come through a person. She wasn't talking to an invisible spirit. See, the devil is an invisible spirit. But he has to come through the flesh. It's going to come through a person. that you shouldn't even be paying attention to. <laughs> Conversations that should never be spoken and attention that should never be given. And a lot of our women, I want you, I want you to hear this. You dress and you wear stuff and, and we do the, I know y'all do that because y'all, you know, y'all are objects of, you know, visual. Y'all, women, you know, and women aren't sex objects. I'm not saying that, but y'all, you put yourself, what you put makeup on for? For somebody not to see it, right? So some of it is attention seeking a little bit, right? And some girls or some women are so tied to attention from a man, hello, that even if he a snake, I still talk to him. I still give him some play because I like the attention. See, I didn't understand that, Sister Mary, about women until I got married. 
Because we'd be in church or we'd be in different uh, atmospheres. And my wife would say, yeah, that's Sister Julie over there. What's up with that? I said, Gina, she just, you know, well, well how come she, she always, you know, but she just need prayer. Well, tell her I know how to pray too. <laughs> well, baby, well, Sister Julie say for me, I, I don't want Sister Julie. She, you think she want me? Well, I ain't saying she wants you. So you think it's something sexual? No, it ain't nothing sexual. So what's she getting out of it? Because men, what else is it? Is it sexual or it ain't? She say she likes the attention. She wants the attention. What? I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. But she, no, she wants, she wants male attention. And you feeding that. No, baby, you think so? Yes, Randy, I know. So a woman go through all that just to get some attention? Even if she know there's no chance? I've come to find out in 30 years she was right. They'll do $500 worth of stuff just to get some attention. Five extra minutes that's inordinate from a man. Hello? Attention that should never be given. People, if you marry young married people, y'all, you got to make sure you're not giving inordinate attention to somebody. Hello? Inordinate. Inordinate. It's just like, you know, you know, and I, I've started watching it now, you know, cause, cause you know, when a woman ain't got nothing for you, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just regular. Somebody say amen. amen. Little extra giggling and laughing and hanging around and holding your hand two seconds too long. What's going on? And are you feeding into that? Come on, somebody. Conversation that should never be had and attention that should never be given. And I'm telling everyone whether you marry a single in there, y'all, if you know a snake, you know a low down dirty dog when you see it, you know a dude that ain't right, you know he ain't right with God, you know he a weed smoking, a whoremongering, porn addicted dude. Why in the world are you giving him any, not one second of attention? Why in the world are you giving him one minute of conversation? You got to cut it off. You pay no attention to that. Somebody say amen. amen. But he said I was cute. So what? You pay no attention to that. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Well, my daughters came on and said, oh, this dude at school said I'm beautiful. I say, I tell you you're beautiful every day. So what? Hello? Conversations that should never be spoken. Tension that should never be given. As our marriages get attacked, end up with actions that should never be taken. I wonder the anatomy of adultery. I wonder. I just wonder. I've had dreams about it. I've imagined it. I just wonder. At what point, the first time, do you say, I'm going to do this and break covenant with my wife? Break covenant 
with my husband. Because it always starts with that attention that shouldn't be given. Continues in that conversation. Hello? That attention is just that, that eye contact. Smiling. Girl, you look up. Oh, mm, ah. All that innuendo. Hello? The snake know when they got you too. Yeah. That snakey woman, she know when she got you. Hello? Yeah. I talked to the men about that, you know. You just do your job, you standing directing everybody, you know. Everybody regular, you know. Woman come in varicose veins, you know. Well, down the hall to your left, and then you turn, that's it right there. Men come in. Down the hall to the left, and you turn, and it'll be right there. But the snaky, pretty woman, the big button smile. How do I get it? Girl, I know you hot. You want some water? <laughs> okay. No, nah, no, nah, we got water back here for us. Yeah. No, you can have one. <laughs> Well, you can no, but it's down the hall. It's like you probably you probably need somebody walk you down there, don't you? Come on, there's some more water down there. Right? Yeah, what's all of that? What's all of that? What's all of that? She got you. She she got you. she knows she got you. Somebody say amen. amen. I leave women confused, especially when I know they're a snake. And they coming around, they got the button stuff. And they be, I can see them in their head. Because women, they, they, they know when you're looking too. And they'll get down far enough to see if you're still looking. And I'll be on something else. I can see them. And they be like, oh, he must be gay or something. I don't, something must be wrong here. No, I ain't gay. I ain't down with no stank nasty Jezebel because I'm married. I give them low self-esteem. I must not got it. What? <laughs> Attention that should never be given. Hello? You know why husbands wear shades on the beach? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hip to all of them. I'm hip to all of them. Somebody say amen. amen. Attention that should never be given. Conversations that should never be spoken. Now, while, while you're in the conversation, you can still cut it off. Hello? But when you get into them actions, when you get into them actions, y'all, some things are irrevocable. So that marriage came under attack. Here's the last point. That third voice always destroys. Don't let a third voice into your marriage. Don't be the third voice in somebody's marriage. Hello? 
Don't be the third voice in somebody's marriage because third voices mess it up. Right? She had her husband. She had God. Two voices. That's it. Here in her third voice, Satan. The contradictory voice. And y'all, I'm going to tell you, in one conversation, somebody can talk you out of your marriage. Somebody can talk you into adultery. Somebody can talk you into the idea that your spouse is committing adultery. Girl, I saw this on Oprah. Same thing. He, he came home an hour late. All is here. So she's in a conversation with a snake. She answers back. She said, no, God didn't say that. He said we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, he said we should not eat of it, neither shall we touch it lest we die. And the serpent said, you should not surely die. Hey, I'll just be a side piece. You got to worry about me. I ain't going to demand nothing. I'll just be here to clean up what she don't do. I'll do, I'll do for you what she don't do at home. You know, it sounds like that. Didn't Joe write a song like that too? Yeah. Adultery themed songs. I'll I, I do for you. I just... You ain't got to worry about me whenever you can come. Don't worry about it. I ain't showing up. I don't want to be mad. I don't want to be in no relationship anyway. I just want to, you know, just, just give you whatever you need. <laughs> Conversations that should never be spoken. Should never talk to the snake. Hello? Should never gave attention to the snake. Should the snake come up? Should be like, Adam, Adam, it's a snake. Hello? Yeah, no, you need to talk to my husband. Hello? People show up at our door, some cells and some. I tell my wife, don't let nobody in. They could be lying. Tell my, I talk to your husband and I'm supposed to be over here doing something. No, you tell them to come to me. And she said, soon they, she opening the door. Hello? Yeah, you need to talk to my husband. Hello? <laughs> talk to my husband. Attention that never should have been given, conversation, and then the devil goes in for the kill. He says, it's harmless. What God said, it's not, it's, it's, we can go outside those lines. We ain't got to be all traditional like that. They just said that. They told you that stuff to control you. Now there's all kind of, see, remember that when, the, when the marriage equality law, so now there's all kind of marriages. I was in the gym the other day. I was in the gym, my trainer, and he was talking to another guy. Say, man, we're going on this trip, this and that, that, and that. And me and my girl, we're going, and then Johnny and Sally going. Oh, yeah, and they married, but then Johnny's going to go, but his wife, you know, they're in the open marriage. Not, not, not a street level. You saw it on TV first. That's why they put that stuff in the movies. That's why they put that stuff in. Y'all, if you, man, we watched the, the movie Roe vs. Wade. And the way that they got abortion passed, they kept putting abortion stuff in the movies in the 70s. I didn't even know. Liza Minnelli and Burlesque, they quoted that in that. 
They say, yeah, we put abor abortion scene in that movie so it would sway the hearts of the people. Yeah. So Monique and her husband, they're in an open marriage. But then it's all over everywhere. Hello? Then you're watching all this stuff on YouTube and all these shows. But we have an open marriage. All marriages are created equal. Hello? Yeah. He said, yeah. So his, no, he'll be with us on our trip and his wife will be in Las Vegas with her boyfriend. I say, bro, what you say? He wasn't even talking to me. Yeah, yeah, man, they had some crazy stuff. And the other one, it was another white gym. He said, bro, ain't nowhere in the world I'll be with no wife that went to go build a boyfriend. No, he said, it's, it's all wrong. I mean, people be trying to make it feel, he said, no, nah, man, that, no, that's wrong. Yeah. yeah. The devil start changing. Hello? Start changing. Now you got two dudes, one dude with two wives. It's all kind of configurations now because of the marriage equality act, which wasn't about gay people getting married since only 8% of them are married. It was about destroying marriage. Do you understand that? How you keep your marriage tight? Don't give attention that shouldn't be given. What else? What else, man, do we give attention to? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine, y'all, all the free porn on the internet, and yet the porn industry is still making multi-billion dollars. It is the highest paid industry on the internet. Do you notice that? With all the free stuff out there. Attention that should never be given. Hello? Do you know how to click off? Do you know how to turn your phone off? Do you know how to break it up, throw it out the window? Whatever you need to do, get that stuff off your phone. Get it off your, get it off your internet. Get it off your screens at the house. Somebody say amen. amen. Attention that should never be given. And it's a slippery slope. The next thing, we on somebody's fan page. Only fan. Pastor, how do you know these things? Yeah, right. Oh, he's smiling. I got you now. Whole, whole service, he said. I say only fans. He's like, uh, Pastor, know what's up. <laughs> Stuff we shouldn't be giving attention to, y'all. We can't look at that stuff and, affect it, and, and, and expect it not to affect us. Hello? Come on. Come on, men, women. We can't be gushing at all the male attention or something. Hello? And now it's females giving females attention. All kind of cr crazy stuff going on. Y'all, attention that should never be given, conversations that should never be spoken, and then we get all the way down. Mm. To verse uh, 6. So she's still talking to the devil. Verse 5, he's still talking. For God knows in the day that you eat there. Now he's telling her about God. That you should be as gods. Knowing good and evil. That's why God, God keeping something from you. 
He's going to lie to you now and say, this stuff ain't going to work. <laughs> this ain't going to work. You need to do something else. I know what he's been saying. You got to cast that down. Somebody say amen. amen. Mm -hmm. And when the woman saw that it was good for food, her flesh, she saw pleasant to the eyes, tree to be desired to make one wise. She took the fruit and did eat and also gave it to her husband. Why didn't the husband resist? Y'all, there had never been an argument. <laughs> there had never been a disagreement. He said, well, we won. The Bible says the woman was deceived. I want to say, not only the woman can be deceived, sometimes the man is deceived. Somebody say amen. You still got it. You still got it from high school. You still got it. Oh, she looking for me. She looking at me. Some fine little 20-year-old, she wants you. No, she saw your car. She saw your truck. She know you probably got some money. You look like a meal ticket to her. Hello? Amen. We can be self-deceived, self-deluded. Hello? I like what Sinbad said. She want me. No, she wants your house. <laughs> you wait for you to die so she can get your house, brother. Hello? Amen. She don't want you. <laughs> I'm done. We 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 y'all we gotta we gotta fortify in the church. Somebody say amen. amen. And y'all we've been in churches. People in the church commit adultery and stuff. With each other, the pastor sleep with everybody. Y'all, that is crazy. I want he don't need to be a pastor, he need to be a pimp. Come on, somebody. He need to be out there doing something else. And they're playing with God. Y'all, I promise I wouldn't play with God. I miss out. I've seen too much. I've seen judgment come on too many people. Somebody say amen. amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed.